This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is 8 Million Ways to Die. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of the Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the radiant Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good, thank you. Welcome that, back. For that introduction. Thank you uh, for welcoming me back. Uh, it's nice to be here. So today we go big. We go big dog. Mm-hmm. One of the big ones. Um... An adaptation of the classic, classic mm-hmm. story. Eight Million Ways to Die. Ooh, man. Lawrence Block novel. Larry Block, man. And uh, the f- it's a part of a, a series of, of books featuring a character named... Yeah, Ma- Matt Scudder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this was not the first book in that series, by the no. way. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, but... We'll get to that. I didn't know that. I didn't really know anything about this film. Uh, but you did, and that's what's important. Yeah, so guys, Movie Microscope, welcome to Season 2. Uh, we're changing nothing. Uh, same exact thing that came before, except this time much bigger production values. Oh, yeah. Uh, More brown wall. Yeah, we've, 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 uh, we've negotiated a deal with the brown wall to uh, increase its output. Yeah, might, we should mic, separately mic brown wall. I don't think we need to, to be honest. Oh, I know. Yeah. You're right. Um, and we got, you know, it's going to be like the Lord of the Rings. We're going to sh- we're going to do seasons 2, 3 and 4 back to back to back mm-hmm. to save money. Are we going to do extended editions? Uh, that's to be determined. Right. Um it really depends on you the listener. Uh and I listeners, there's more than one. But we have proof. Yeah, but who pushing it. Not <laughs> um not much higher than that, but So guys, if you know what the movie microscope is, it's a show where we we dial in we we dial in deep. Mm. We burrow under with barbed appendages and hook in and uh, really zoom through a film and parse what we see into something uh much more rewarding and rich for our listeners. You know, we don't we don't do a skim the surface. We go deep and we and we pull out the really meaty things and we say fuck those and we focus on little shit. Right. Yeah. Uh so if we were if we were talking about the aviator, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where Christopher Reeve trounces the the opponent uh, in the privacy of his own home. We talk about the bigger moments, the fantastic moments where Rosanna Arquette dons leather and parades herself around the screen like a champion. Hmm. 
Speaking of Rosanna Arquette. Oh, you Patricia Arquette, you mean? You said speaking of you say speaking of Patricia Arquette. Speaking of Rosanna Arquette. What? Who was the one you just said? Rosanna Arquette. Was she the one in leather? Yeah, and she's the one that's also in Eight Million Ways to Die. She is. I didn't. The Aviator. Scorsese. Never saw it. No, this is The Aviator with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not in that movie. So what? What is the? He was in a movie called The Aviator. So tell me about this. It's early '80s. He played a pilot. Okay. And I believe Roseanne Arquette was his dame. Am I drunk? Maybe. Yeah, Roseanne Arquette. This is pre-falling off a horse, Christopher Reeve. This is this is a. Uh, I didn't mean to spoil Christopher Reeve's life story, but he fell off a fucking horse and did not appreciate it. That is not funny, but he did. Uh, he did have a fall. Hey, look, The Aviator, starring mm. him and Roseanne Arquette, directed by George Miller. Are you serious? Seriously. Wow. Great actors in it, too. You had Sam Wanamaker, Jack Warden, Scott Wilson. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah he's he's bipedal in this. Um, Eight Million Ways to Die. I have a little personal affection for this movie because Sean Fahey and myself caught it on HBO or some service back in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And there's a line of dialogue that fucking changed our lives in this movie. Uh, a heavily improvised movie. Yeah. This movie, um, they threw out the script, so to speak, and they let the actors kind of have their way with uh, the dialogue. And they had Not the... unlike a Judd Apatow film. Very much Nick. like a Judd Apatow film. What the fuck are you talking about? Not unlike an Apatow production, Nick. Okay. What are you fucking talking about? Well, let me see what I'm talking about. I'm fucking zooming in <laughs> is what I'm doing. I'm zooming in. Okay. On the first show back. Get to, get to it then. <laughs> End wait. of Zoom. <laughs> End it. Streetlight makes my pussy hair glow in the dark. And what's the line? Cotton candy. The glow. I'll show you. Uh, we lost our shit during that sequence. That is uh, said by one Alexandra Paul. Yeah. Famous from uh, Dragnet and Baywatch. Yeah. And nothing else. Um, and she's wearing nothing else in this movie. Is she naked? She gets super naked in this. She gets f- fully naked, almost like McConaughey in Serenity. Is she coming soon? Is she? Uh, does her? Does she live? Is she a woman of her word? Does it emit a cotton candy glow? So she's in the bathroom. Uh, you don't see much of anything. Yeah, you do. Oh. Uh, she's I, she's in the bathroom, this. but it is dark. Then he turns on the light. That's when you see it. But in the dark, that's when she says that she's trying to be mysterious and talk about her, you know, pubic hair as you do. Yeah. Um, make him wonder. Make that man wonder. Yeah. Is she describing that accurately? He he then cruelly cuts on the lights because he didn't give a shit about that game. He's not trying to be seduced. Yeah. I'm talking about Jeff Bridges. Well, it's the weird thing is this movie. He spends a lot of this movie trying not to get laid by pretty women. He does. Yeah. Well, he's he's going through he's suffering through uh, alcohol alcoholism. Oh, and I didn't alcohol I didn't withdrawal. notice. Is that a subplot? The movie is so. Let's just talk about the cast and the and the and the director real quick, and then we'll talk about uh, this movie and why it feels unbalanced at times. I think, um, but not in a horrible way or anything. I think it's kind of an interesting movie. Tries to be. Yeah. It has moments. It was certainly worth checking out. It's a product of its time. It's 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 unfortunately hogtied to a bad 
an awkward transitional period in cinema, which I think hurts it a little bit. So talk about the cast a little bit and the director. Well, we've already mentioned Alexander Paul, mm-hmm. who lives in this film. Um, we've also mentioned Rosanna Arquette, who does live in this film. She does. One of the earliest roles of Andy Garcia. Yep. One of the earliest roles of Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, Tiny Lister's in this. Jeff Bridges. One of the first, maybe the first. I think one of the f- The first, first performance of Vito Reginas. And th- that was the original tagline in The Lion King. The song was going to be Vito Reginas instead of Hakuma Matata. Who, was the, who played Chance? Chance. The, the guy that you put up on the movie Microscope. Oh, I don't remember his name. Boring name. He's, he's dead. He's not dead. He still acts. In the movie. He does die in the movie. Um, who else? Anybody else great? Him. He's one of the leads. Um, sort of. And it was directed by the great Hal Ashby, who directed Harold and Maude. Yep. And directed a bunch of other Oh, yeah. He was a classic. Films. He was yeah. a class. Did he do the Sunshine Boys? I don't he, know. He, he did said, a lot of great movies. And he, uh, uh, one of the problems with this film is, with this film is that the studio kind of took the cut away from him. They, yeah. And he got fired during the editing of this movie. And this movie really feels like it was chopped up. It oh, doesn't yeah. make, it doesn't feel edited. It doesn't know if it wants to be to live and die in LA mm-hmm. or uh, a little uh, infomercial they played to begin an AA meeting. I think what floated Hal Ashby's and Jeff Bridges' boat in this is uh, the character of Scudder, played by Jeff Bridges, who is a um, down-on-his-luck police detective, I guess. Uh, For a while. He's uh, he's off the beat. Um, he's off the he force. Get, he got kicked off the force, right? Yeah. Um, he's an alcoholic, and he they play that out where he's in either with a withdrawal, trying, withdrawal, trying to avoid alcohol, or just blackout fucking drunk stumbling around and he'll be at like waking up on a roof at yeah. one, in one moment he'll be at a party like so they they don't want they'll never let you forget that he is just fucked by alcohol he'll be at a party and someone hands hands him a handkerchief to wipe his face because he's got the sweats yeah from um because he hasn't been drinking you know it's just they really hit that very hard yep. in this throughout the whole movie who wrote the script Oliver Stone. Yes. But he's only one of the writers. Yeah, but that's the name They threw care. out his draft, apparently, and I think he... Didn't he hate the movie? Oh, yeah. He hates it. Yeah. He wanted his name taken off. Right. And yeah. I think Ashby liked his draft and was mad that the studio was... Oliver Stone him. didn't know about Alan Smith. He's like, just put fucking Baker Dill up there. <laughs> 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 well, presume. Um... It, it, okay, so Matt Scudder is is the is the protagonist of several of Lawrence Block's books. Later, he would come to life as Liam Neeson in Walk Among the Tombstones, mm-hmm. which I watched right after this. Um, Who does a better Scudder? <laughs> Who's your favorite? Liam. Liam was is that movie a lot better? Yeah, it's a good movie. It's actually a good movie. I've never seen it. It's really, it's a solid, solid flick. I forget fucking earliest. Uh, what's his face from Predator? The Predator, the lead guy from uh, Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, who's in that? Yeah, and then you got the guy from fucking The Guest is one of the Dan Stevens. You know, he's in there playing good guys. Yeah, so I mean, not good guys, but they're they're actually not yeah. villains in this film. But it's funny because I had read that book. I I'd read that book shortly before finding out they were making a movie of it, mm-hmm. and the movie might be better than the book, which is a nice change. Matt Scudder, huh? Yeah, Matthew Scudder. 
It's a good name. It's the kind of name that I bet I bet Block thought of that name and made a book around it. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Scudder. Matthew. I call him Matt. Show some respect. Yeah, um, so yeah, he has alcoholism and he's uh So he at one point after what happens at the beginning is he shoots they they they're sneaking up on a, a criminal's um uh residence. Uh, and G- Jeff Bridges ends up having to kill the guy because he won't drop a baseball bat. He keeps pummeling uh, his fellow cops, yeah, which I think is a is a righteous kill. He kills, yeah, exactly. He kills him, and then he can't. And then he just gets obliterated because he can't get over his guilt that he killed this guy in front of his family. And um, he wakes up at his uh, what I can only assume I guess is his wife or his ex wife's place, and he's uh, on the roof. He's on the roof. He's on the uh, on the wall, concrete. He's wall. on a fucking wall. Yeah, he's but sleeping on a wall, like yeah. Humpty Dumpty. Exactly. And there's a lot of Humpty Dumpty references. Yeah. There. Did you catch them? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll take them off as we go okay. through. Okay. So that's one. Yeah. Um, and then I noticed something that was quite shocking to me. Okay. That when Bridges is drunk and he's and he's stumbling around and he's looking dopey, he's got. Lloyd Bridges' face going on. He looks like his daddy. I didn't get it. You didn't notice that? Mm-hmm. Well, fuck you. <laughs> um, and then it cuts to him after that. By the way, did you watch Always Sunny this week? Uh-uh. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it's really good. There's a great fuck you in it. Um, um, Jeff Bridges rocks a mustache in this. Jeff Bridges is handsome in this. I mean, he's always handsome. Looking good. This is a good. This is a good Jeff Bridges period in this movie. Very handsome, handsome devil in this. He's he's vulgar in this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also noticed that um, uh, there's some question. Remember whenever they said that the I, I said that it was like an apatow. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. They, actors improv. I'm still struggling out from the weight of that drop. <laughs> They they have an AA meeting because as soon as he gets obliterated, they cut to an AA meeting where he's getting his uh, chip for being sober for a few uh, months. Yeah, and he gives a speech. Okay, and I'm thinking this is probably improvised. He says, uh, Scudder says, there must be a bunch of mice down there living on my Swiss cheese of a liver. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah, uh, that's a long way around it to say that. Um, alcohol fucked him up but I think it's kind of cute and it kind of reminded me of Ratatouille does it? Mm-hmm. movie takes place in summer save that the spoilers um but continuing the theme he alludes to having a great fall Humpty Dumpty (laughs) (laughs) um he gets choked up about his kid he has a kid in this a daughter and he says to Patricia Arquette at one point that his daughter is his best friend yeah who he treats like complete shit and never sees yeah but uh, he gets choked up about his child a lot, about his failure to be 
uh, a dad and a friend and, and dependable. And it's actually, you feel bad for old Scudder. You feel bad for his kid. Yeah. Not oh, either. my dad thinks I'm his best friend? <laughs> I forgot the face of my father. So talk a little bit about um, what happens at the beginning, which I, I kind of like. He gets out of uh, AA, um, and what happens? He gets catfished into going to a party. He does. Uh, that Where he knows no one, except, yeah. well, he finds someone he, meet, he used to know. But Somebody this girl here. is acting like she's all up in his, his action. Yeah, it's like when someone goes is trying to get out of a conversation and pretends that you're their friend or something. But that's and, not what's happening. Uh-oh. She's she's she has him in her crosshairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whore, played by Alexandra Paul, mm-hmm. and um, the Virgin Connie Swale. In that's Dragon right. Um, she uh, she yeah she she wants well ultimately we find out that she wants Mister Bridges to protect her. Yeah, and I think I like what I like about this moment is that he gets propositioned to go to this party outside of his AA meeting. He doesn't know what's going on. He goes to the party. Um, doesn't know anyone, like Nick said, except someone he arrested in the past. And Who becomes a major character. He's, he is um, roped into this uh, protection plan uh, hatched by uh, this prostitute because her life's in jeopardy. And it's like you don't know what's going on, and it's they don't explain it to you. Uh, anything of, the, of why he's there, what's happening. It's like you're kind of catching up with him as he learns what he's doing there. So I kind of like that. I thought that was a nice touch in a movie like this for some reason. Sure. All right. <laughs> Speaking of no one gives a shit. The, the music in this mo- movie is... I, yeah. know, I put... My note was some dopey music in this thing. I wrote... This music is nuts. Dreary strings that melt like farts. <laughs> Andy Andy Garcia with a rat tail on this. I, I my next note. My next note. Speaking of rat, I wasn't ready for Andy Garcia with a wisp of a ponytail. Speaking of ratatouille. <laughs> but yeah, I mean rat. The rat tail was something. That's a pure. That's a that's an eighties hair style that just it's just kind of. W- wedded to that that decade. Her name was Sunny, the whore. Just so you know. Um, yeah, and it's funny because uh, you know th- th- we're talking about this film has a lot of improv, like an Apatow film. Um, the original, <laughs> she stole a line from Andy Garcia in what? this. Yeah, he was like, uh, "Streetlight makes my rat tail glow in the dark." <laughs> and she's like, "Can I use that? Because that's way better." <laughs> And then he realizes she's still talking about her pubes. <laughs> <laughs> so what What do you think? So at the party, we're introduced to a couple characters, one of them being Patricia Arquette, who is also a prostitute. Rosanna Arquette. I'm sorry, Rosanna Arquette, um, uh, who is also a prostitute. And um, she is not liking Jeff Bridges' character because he's... <laughs> Slightly, yeah. She gives him the old up and down, the grimace, the gas face. She doesn't like him. The doesn't gas like, face? Yeah. I like it. Doesn't like his... Uh, knows he's an ex-cop, doesn't like that, doesn't trust him. So what does that usually mean in a film? Femme fatale. Yeah, or they're going to end up together, oh, right? Yeah. That's what does happen. Randy Brooks is that actor, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the guy that plays Chance, the... He's one of the main characters, and Jeff Bridges. They have a very, they have a kind of antagonistic relationship, but they're also kind of chummy. It's a very strange 
thing. It's weird. It's a. It's a. Are they going? Are they or aren't mm-hmm. they going to? Alexandra Paul is very uh, gives a very breathy performance when she's on screen. Do you notice that? Yeah. Um. Before then, she exits early because she was breathing during every scene. I forgot she was in Christine. She wasn't Christine. Yeah. So anyway, he Jeff Bridges is trying to protect her. He doesn't kind of understand what she's lying to him about what's really going on. But uh, she, her life is in jeopardy, and it's proven true because then she's uh, kidnapped and slashed in the back of the van and then dumped out by uh, by um, a... Throw, th- thrown onto the rocks. Yeah, thrown onto the rocks, mm-hmm. bleeding out. And Bridges, um, it, what happens to Bridges? Sends him into a drunken stupor. Yeah, of course, he gets yeah. fucking hammered. <laughs> Just needs any excuse to get hammered. Destroys himself, wakes him up in like a, a drunk tank, like a hospital. I don't know where he is, and he is just, he's going full... He's been- He's method been off the fucking grid. For he quite is. Some time. He's like doing like the shimmy walk. He's like crowd. He's like he looks like he's like a, a hunchback. He really is laying it on. Yeah, uh, acting wise. Um, he's drunk. Yeah, and and I was reading some behind the scenes, and they said, Jeff, how did you get to that place in your head? And he said, I I, I thought I, I I tried I tried to think what it would be like to be my brother. Do you think that um the do you think that Alexandra Paul? Do you think she came to the right guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, didn't he go shopping? Like, yeah, he went shopping next door to buy some boots. Yeah, he's gonna buy some cowboy boots. Yeah, and she got nabbed. She was like, getting uh, food or something. She got nabbed and brought. There's daylight. a great scene of, uh, of of blood spurting on the window that is so over the top during that scene. There is, yeah. It's yeah. like very like, um, it's fakey looking. Yeah, a bit. There's a lot of close-ups of Jeff Bridges' feet in this. They have a lot of feet shots. I didn't catch it. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised because usually you're in tune. Yeah. In tune. Although the, I did notice this is one of many great films where he gets his dick thrown up on. He does, yeah. She does, but they don't. That's one thing is they don't show any throw up. Like so, it's all. Um, you think that they'd show like a little upper shirt throw up, some kind of splatter. Yeah. You don't see anything. He is nobody uh, needs to see that. He's fine with it too. He's okay. He with does. It. He handles it really well. Doesn't get upset because she wants. She's trying to hit on him, but she's super drunk and he's not. He's been straight edge the whole fucking yeah. night, whatever. And um, she's. He's not. He's not. Um, her come ons. He's like, I got other things in yeah. my mind. Oh. And then she throws up on him. And then he's like, Now I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> now gets, I'm good. He gets a second. He gets secondhand drunk from the throw up on his pubes. Why does he? Yeah, he's his his dick's hammered. <laughs> there was a rumor when I was young that she was the song Rosanna was about her. It was. Oh, Toto. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, is it from this? I don't know. I think she dated the lead singer, and he wrote that song about her. That's uh, weird. Rosanna Patricia. I, I can't remember what a girl one. like you would throw up on this. Alexis. Dead. Rest in peace. He did die. Um, they should have called this movie Scudder's Way. Little little better Jeff Bridges film reference. Yeah. Everybody calls him a lush in this. That's a huge. It's a huge criticism. You, I think it's uh, usually uh, Rosanna saying you fucking lush. Yeah. Like they and they they she really lays that and that lush must have been. That's not something maybe you heard hear too much. There was a '90s band called Lush. I don't know if you get anybody remember that that band. Um, I know that's where I get all my bath bombs. If anybody ever called me a lush, I would take it as a compliment because lush could mean very like vivid, right? And that's what I'd always correct them into saying, uh, yeah, thank you. You Yeah. I think Bridges could have employed that tactic. 
You fucking lush. Great. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm rubber. You're glue. It's a new suit. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, eventually, we, we discover the villain of the piece, mm-hmm. Mr. Andrew Garcia. Yeah. Well, you knew from the beginning, as soon as he's introduced, he's the bad guy. Well, knowing yeah. knowing his reputation, but at the time, that guy was just some pretty dude with a rat tail. Mm-hmm. We didn't know he was a legend. Star of fucking everything. I know. Very young in this. Um, what did you think of the classic scene in this that everybody always talks about, the uh, Jeff Bridges' boots breakdown, where he uh, opens a box of boots he bought his daughter and, uh, and then cries upon them? Pretty good, did but you think overshadowed it- by the first in a series of films where the villain has a snow cone uh, trunk, a trunk full of snow cones. <laughs> That's the best part of this movie, is the villain shows up, and in the trunk, his henchmen start making snow cones. Unbelievable. I cannot and believe it happened. They look delicious. And here's the thing about that scene. It's a it's a scene where Bridges meets Andy Garcia to confront him about this murder. Right. He, Andy Garcia, of course, brings his henchmen. And snow cones. And snow cones. Everybody gets a snow cone. And Rosanna Arquette gets the best one. She gets the most uh, fla- like the most but, red dye or whatever yeah. it is flavoring in hers. Everybody else is kind of And she like, gets to sit in the comfort of the car and enjoy does. hers. They have to stand out in the heat. Also, everybody is mad with the snow cones. They uh, half eat there them. Are, they, there are some littering in this movie. Yeah, they throw the snow cone uh, wrappers down. They clutch them. Yeah, they, that's a lot of... That's such an appetite. Can you imagine if other confrontations started with a little snow cone gifting? What if Luke found out that Vader was his father amidst a lick of a delicious snow cone? <laughs> you know, you think about some of the great showdowns in film history. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Mer- uh, Mer- you know they've, they've just seen a guy shot through the eggnog in Lethal Weapon. Right. And Gary Busey. Hunsucker. Yeah, Hunsucker. And Mr. Joshua shows up with a snow cone and they have a conversation. Snow cone, snow cone, certainly an underutilized treat in movies, I'd say. Absolutely. And, and maybe in America, uh, period. While I watched this film at the beach. Did you eat a snow cone? Yeah, there's a place called Frostbites that we go to. It's right. gourmet snow cones. I've been, right. I literally planned a trip around it once to go to Destin. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an Airstream. There's a whole bunch of Airstreams in Seaside, which is where they filmed the Truman Show. Right. It's a little idyllic community place called frostbites and they what they do is you they have like hundreds of things but you get and they're like eight dollars but they put custard on the bottom mm. then the ice right then they cover it in the goo and then they put this cream on top mm-hmm. and it's otherworldly huh? otherworldly I, I had three that week that weekend week what's your favorite flavor i got toasted coconut three times you didn't branch out huh? i didn't when you find magic, you just stick with they it. They have cute names. Do they name them anything? Yeah, they do. There's some that have like suggestive names and all that. Mm. Yeah, Scudder's Delight. You know. <laughs> there was a speaking of treats. There's a, a lot of Ritz cracker pl- placement, product placement in this film. Did you notice? I did not. At one point, Bridges is walking through like a grocery store, holding like like a styrofoam cup of coffee, and it's a long like a long shot of him doing this. But he's framed at one point by Ritz crackers. I mean, what's the problem? Nothing. I'm just delighted to see them in the movie. They don't. I feel like much like snow cones. I don't see movies featuring Ritz a lot. Do you? Can you think? Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the best. This might be the best movie featuring that cracker. Probably. I don't want to make a yeah. definitive statement. Um, 
What about the cute car fight they have in this? Is it cute? It is very cute. All right, let's hear it. So they he Jeff Bridges gets sucker punched by uh, his sometimes pal and arch you know, arch enemy Chance in this. Yeah, and then Bridges takes like his turns around and and shoves his back into the guy's face and pushes <laughs> against the door. Yeah, like he like that's his retaliation. It's like like they're little kids. There's a there's a that's a pretty it's a pretty cute little scene I think. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of weird. Anytime that guy's on screen, weirdness is around the corner. Mm-hmm. Well, he's the yeah, he he's the guy that uh, improvs. Anytime he's called improv, he just shouts "fuck you." It seems like that's kind of his go-to. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, just says says "fuck you" loudly. Have you ever seen the more awkward retrieval of an ankle gun mm-hmm. than in this film? It's really bad. What do you think the cute quippy bartender that he says uh, just keep the gunfire to a minimum? Yeah, it's deep. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. Yeah, I like the I like that. Maybe improving. Maybe yeah. that's his apatow moment. <laughs> no, no. Hmm. There is a, there's a lot of cute little things in this movie though. Like there... I want to stay with the bartender for a moment. All right. So the bartender. He gets his cute line out. He gets his he gets his line that makes everybody in the audience laugh, and then you know the camera then focuses on Patricia, sorry Rosanna, I, you know I can't I can't ever get it right Rosanna Arquette and Jeff Bridges sitting at the bar. She orders like a a real drink. He orders a coke. Of course he does. Bartender comes in the background to put it down. Spills the coke all over the bar like with his with his hand like his shaking hand. He kind of spills the coke. Uh, as he sets it down on purpose no huh. I did not notice that guess what what another sweet improv uh, by that guy that guy's a master I'm glad we spent more time with him <laughs> listeners agree with you <laughs> well we're zo- I'm zooming in on the small moments yeah that's why people come what the um I put there's a scene uh, where we see L- Zeus plays nose tackle in this um i played a, cl- a tiny piece of that scene on our instagram you account did. yeah what the fuck? chance it's so fucking weird it is that's the, what one I'm of the weirdest fuck you deliveries that's what i'm saying it's his go-to line yeah but it's so over the top and loud he screams and it. then zeus runs up and stands next to him for no reason at all adorable um yeah it is adorable so you talked about when she he gets thrown up on you don't I don't know why I wrote this down but this is this is an incredible line when that happens so she throws up on him on his penis and he says and he clean you know he gets her in the um I think they fall I think he cleans her up he get, falls asleep and then they wake up together and she accuses him of taking advantage of her and he he hadn't right and he says when you barf on me, it's like putting salt on a bird's tail. Bird don't fly, I don't fuck. House rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's directly from the book. <laughs> I hope it's an improv. By the way, um, I hope. They don't represent more than like three ways to die in this movie. I know. There's not, certainly, they don't, they don't approach 8 million. I mean, it's pretty much gunfire or falling on the rocks, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
or just choosing a really ugly house. I love this is something I love about this film. Mm -hmm. Andy Garcia is the villain. He's a killer. Yet he constantly entertains Jeff Bridges company. He knows that Jeff Bridges is out to get him. Right. There's no mystery about it. And yet they have all these meeting these meetings. They hang out. They're friendly almost. It's weird. Yeah, and Andy Garcia is almost like it's almost like he's um It's like he's uh, bored and he just wants to yeah, see he's how, like, you know. He's like, I didn't kill the bear. Did I? Maybe I did. I don't think I did. I did. Maybe. Yeah, he does. He's being real strange and coy about it. And he's like, here, come take a look at my disgusting house. Yeah, and he has a new house he buys. There's a guy in that house. One of his henchmen the best. is playing a computer game. The best. He, in, in the middle of the phone's ringing. Yeah. This guy's playing a old school fucking text. Yeah, like, like a monochrome 1984 monitor. or yeah. 1983. And he's, he's, he's pointing the mouse at the screen. So cute. It's the almost like. so so cute. There's no reason for him to be pointing a mouse at the screen. It's almost like he didn't, the actor didn't, he improv wrong. Or maybe correctly? Early VR? And and that's when he finds out some pretty bad news, Mr. Garcia does. He finds yeah. out that his Coke has been seized. Yeah, it has been stolen by Mr. Jeff Bridges. Who is tipped off because he's, he makes a connection in, in Andy Garcia's house. He sees some. Uh, ne'er-do-well is doing something and he connects it to a, a warehouse that he saw earlier goes steals that coke and then decides to set it on fire in front of Andy Garcia well he, yeah his his grand plan on the confrontation is ludicrous and the whole thing doesn't make sense yeah um, he's trying to get uh, Rosanna Arquette back I guess and then he's because she was so charming and so worth saving well, she's she is a cutie I think that's what he's decided in this. but they don't have any chemistry they do zero chemistry she touched him with her story, his story about her his daughter, and then she obviously had problems with her dad. I think that that's certainly what's happening in that scene. So, by the way, that scene with the computer game, mm-hmm. there's something else adorable and precious that happens in the background. He creates the movie Serenity. Two of the two of the henchmen dance with each other in the background. They do the same guy. Yeah, he goes over and starts mm-hmm. dancing with somebody. Yeah, he's like he certainly he gets killed later. He does deserves it, mm-hmm. but adorable. It makes you love those little henchmen. It's like, uh, what else do these guys do in their downtime? If only that guy had lived long enough, lived long enough to see. And I'm gonna talk about the henchmen. The actor might still be alive. Uh, Ain't no way. The because he was a fat body. Okay. <laughs> you never know. He might have been in a fat suit. Yeah. Special okay. the special effects budget on this. That's true. So he improved. All but that if only fat. He, if that character could have lived to see. Like the PS One, the Golden Age. Yeah, yeah. Like played Golden Battle I, Arena played, to Shinden. Played Golden Eye. That's sixty four. But I'm just saying, anything like that, his his mind would have been fucking. Holy blown. shit! Yeah, that guy would be like, I thought working with Jeff Bridges was a charm. Banjo Kazooie blew me a fucking. Way. You thought he danced after that game? Yeah. Oh my god, Viva Pinata! Are you kidding? I'm ejaculating. They should. They someone should do this on YouTube where they take. The, the the footage from the film and then um, that scene they someone uh, transposes or whatever they call it Viva Pinata over the computer screen like he's playing that. Let's create a meme. He's like he's like I'd help you fight Jeff Bridges but I can't get this power glove off. <laughs> or like he shows clip up art a, clip art that moves around with his. Or during the climactic gunfight. Oh fuck! He's got the Nintendo Zapper by mistake. <laughs> He might be why the stereotype of gamers being rotund 
nobodies was created. There's a cute, I wrote this down, I might be mem- remembering wrong, but I hope I'm not. That during this, at the end, climatic battle. You forgot the C, but that's fine. Um, Bridges was like, is like, where's Sarah? You know, where's Rosanna? And Garcia does this. What? Like he, like he, there's like they, he's they deaf. Are, they are stepping on each other's lines in the most crazy way in that scene. What? I was actually, I had to look, kept lo- lowering the volume. I was watching it on my iPad on the patio out there. I had to keep lowering it because that scene was madness. And Just so constant screaming. They and Garcia in that, and he's walking towards the cocaine forever. He keeps <laughs> walking towards it because Bridges is lighting on fire and he keeps walking towards it, but they keep. He's never getting any closer, but he's always moving towards it. Yeah. Um, uh, Meanwhile, there are armed SWAT team guys just hanging out, enjoying the, the party, not realizing that... Yeah, they never come down to the end. They don't come down till. The, they should just come down right away. Yeah, solved. Blowing everybody away. But what ha- I think what happened was the guy that played video games, or the guy that we like, yeah, uh, the o- overweight gentleman, um, he had a shotgun taped to Patricia Arquette's neck and, and, and then taped <laughs> fuck Rosanna Arquette's neck and then ta- and then also taped to his hand uh-huh. so then you know it's it's a very dangerous oldest trick in the book and dangerous way. situation and so uh, Jeff Br- he goes from where is Sarah to cut her loose yeah cut her loose and then he says cut his way and he says cut her loose TM <laughs> Yeah, and a, then of course you got the Randy whatever his face over there. He gets killed. Yeah, but he's also yelling and he's pissed off because he's. I think he's got the hots for her still. Well, he's like he he's he's trying to be a good a good man and help. Yeah, and he doesn't. He gets he gets he gets shot to death, just like Andy <laughs> Garcia does at the end. There's a cute little. Uh, there's a house that has this little um, mini like little. I don't know what do you, what would you call it? a little tram that goes up the to the. Oh house? my god, that's so fucking weird. What is it? It's like a little. Um, it's like a cute little. It's like a, uh, uh, what the, like one. It's a, like a trolley. Yeah, it's like a lazy Susan for bodies. Yeah, it's like you a kind of. It's like a la- It's like a trolley on a track that like, goes up instead of like a what, stairs. It's like what Polly Walker had in Gremlins to go up the stairs, but it was an entire little boat looking thing. Yeah. That's yeah. a climactic uh, battle station. Yeah, Garcia's shooting at him in there, and he's hiding behind shit. It's I like the gunfight because it is awkward and mm. it's uncomfortable and. They're like trying to squeeze into little tiny areas to avoid getting hit. Right. It seems more realistic than like in most movies. Yeah, it seems kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, but then Garcia gets, he gets killed. He gets domed. And then um, uh, they celebrate on the beach, uh, the new lovebirds. And it's like the end of Manhunter reminded me of. It's it's from that era that there was that period Mm -hmm. where, man, they, it's funny. You look at the cars. They're old and fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. Rico Kasich, R.I.P. I love him. The music is nightmare ass, and then it it tries to have that. I, I what do they call that? It's like sun soaked noir. It's like the the same thing with Live and Die in L.A. and Manhunter. There's like that period. Zoom in. This film wanted to be that so bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tequila Sunrise, great movie. You know it's. Uh, Post credits, uh, he leaves her. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Humps her and dumps her. They. Uh, this movie was on Amazon Prime as well. Completing the allegory. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 
But it's on Amazon Prime, right? Is that where you saw it? Yeah. You don't own this? I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never owned this movie, which is a miracle. I didn't. I Honestly, I don't think I knew it existed. Oh, man. This was this was one of those movies where I thought it was going to be I'm an Alexander a harrowing, Paul completist ex- too. <laughs> harrowing experience. Because mm-hmm. the name, I thought it was going to be really like dark and sinister and like the equivalent of what 8mm wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the 80s. Right. Did not. It was Did you say eight millimeter because eight ways to die? No, eight but eight millimeter thought it was going to really mess your brain up too. Thought it was going to be a real hard movie, and it turned out to be softer than a baby's knuckle. <laughs> we talking about the machines in that movie? <laughs> I like that actor, Chris uh, Burke. Yeah, Chris Chris Bur- Chris, Chris Burke. I think. Is that right? Yeah. That's another thing. The machine, like, yeah, even I don't think that's right. I think it might be. Chris is definitely right. Yeah. Chris Machine? <laughs> yeah. But the, you know the funny thing is, you remake this movie today with the same people, it's amazing. Well, you said that they they continued the story on an old Liam's movie. Does that... That's He's an what, alcoholic and that you find out. Does, is, um, does, is, had, do they explain what happened to Rosanna Arquette's character, Sarah? Is she He's, showing that? He has an ex-wife, but it's... Is it Sarah? She doesn't have a, a rat's face like Rosanna Arquette does. Don't even. Rosanna Arquette is is a beautiful woman. She has a... Her face has been pinched in Photoshop a little bit, though. What, a reason? I always felt like she could fit, fit through very narrow corridors. She's a... I always loved her. After Hours, one of my favorites. She's in that. Desperately Seeking Susan? Mm-hmm. Never liked her. I always liked her. I like Patricia for a while. Oh yeah, Patricia was great too. David, <laughs> hate Love David. David. Dewey, Dewey from Scream. Oh, fucking Dewey. Dewey from Scream. Ready to rumble. Yeah, ready to rumble. Excellent. And then the father, Lewis. Yep. Yeah, and then we aforementioned Alexis. Well, I think was a f- was a female at the end, right? I think so. Yeah. Died of what? Was it drugs? I'm not sure. Suicide? I don't think... I don't know what happened. Improv? I don't know. Now, what was Alexis... No, there was a movie. Hmm? It was also an act, actor of some sort, right? Or an artist. Because everybody in the family was a performer. Do you know what, how Noah built Yeah. that ship? Yeah. He's an arquette. Come on now. So good. <laughs> Louis Arquette. What do I love Louis Arquette from? I'm not sure. There was there's one role where Louis Arquette was like Salem's Lot or something. Okay. Let's look up Louis Arquette. What do I know that prick from? He's in Tango Cash. But there was a horror, like an old horror movie where he kicked somebody's tits in. He's in an old classic. He's a busy. He's a busy guy. He had a lot of kids. Is there a, is there an unknown Arquette? I'm sure there is. Was there like a a fifth Arquette that no it wouldn't didn't go into acting? Shit. The funny thing is, is usually if usually you'd have to be Hollywood royalty to get that many. Oh god damn it! What the fucking horror show? He was in that. Yeah. There you go. He's one of the cops. Yep. That's the one. The show comes full circle. Well, we did the horror show, guys. If you want to go back, way back to season one, and listen to our uh, special guest, uh, Andrew uh, Hawkins. Andrew Hawkins on that one. He, he he gifted us, or he brought you the horror show. That's right, he did. And he told me get the fuck out. <laughs> 
What? Uh, now this film features a bunch of famous siblings, right? Kind of, you know, who? You got Adrian, one of the one of the bridges, Adrian Paul's. You got uh, yeah, sister, exactly. Yeah, uh, you have the Arquette family represented. Right there, you go. Yeah, who else? Uh, you have uh, Vito Reginas's, uh Rita Reginas's brother. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There, uh, That was what I was surprised by the most, that there were uh, a lot of actors with siblings in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is, is Hal Ashby up to something here? Yeah. He's cast a lot of people that have uh, brothers or sisters yeah. and or. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's just like on uh, Tarantino's new movie, where he cast a lot of uh, sons and daughters of famous uh, actors and actors. For example, uh, for example, a lot of the Manson family people, like I think uh, Kevin Smith's kids, there. Um, so we're talking about talented. A lot, but a lot of that is true. That uh, Uma Thurman's daughter's in it. Right. Like, there's a lot of. There are a lot of instances. Anything in that movie. Yeah, Ethan Hawke, Maya Hawke, I think is her name. Um, Quentin Tarantino Jr.'s in there. <laughs> Thankfully, there's none of that. Can you imagine how how entitled that little jerk would be? QTJ? So that's not bad. I'd make everybody call me that if I was his son. QTJ? No, I'd say my name, my my legal name would be Quentin Tarantino's son. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got your mama's looks. It's the Reservoir Pup. <laughs> Uh, I love I love uh, that movie. I have to say, uh, the more I thought about it, I haven't seen it again. But oh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever go see it again? I did not. And recently, I I wanted to see Ready or Not, and I did too. Holy <laughs> wow! Well, Brownwall. Hi, Brownwall. <laughs> first of the first of season two. I think I think gonna work out. I think, I don't know, the reason it's louder sometimes is because it's not hitting the walls of the pipe early on. It's hitting low, mm-hmm. so it's making a deeper bassoon sound. That is a, sounds like uh, bacon frying a little bit. Hey, Nick, put on the bacon. See? Yeah. We have some of the best Foley work in the <laughs> podcast world. Tiny listeners. When's the last? Here's a here's a question I'll ask you. I think when's the last time you had bacon? Uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Footloose or? <laughs> no, I did change the movie microscope uh, profile pic to Kevin Bacon today, though. You did? Huh? Well, for why? Sleepers. For. <laughs> yeah, you're featuring the heroes of the. I think it's I think it's fitting that we do a movie with Tiny Lister. For our tiny listenership. <laughs> tiny Lister is a very prolific actor. Met him. He used to hang out at Mama's Pizza at Rosal Mall. Nice guy? Yeah. He used to, when he was a nobody, you know, he was a wrestler. Like a yeah, shitty, he buff his, buff his bunk. He's huge. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a steroid user. Oh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he used to hang out at Mama's Pizza in the 80s. And yeah. boy, just... Talk about overachieving. Cross-eyed, weird... Wrestler, just just have a cro- he is cross-eyed. He's super weird. A little yeah, he's bit. A, he's a he looks like a, a sociopath. And the funny thing is, is 
I'm sitting there eating an Italian ice next to this guy in the 80s. Mm-hmm. He played the president of, of the world in uh, Fifth Element, did he not? I th- or is it Brian James? I'm not sure. <sighs> I think he plays like the president of the universe or something like that. One thing I I was looking him up because after he showed up in this, I was like, oh, Tiny Lister's in this. I looked him up and there's a quote where he's praising Christopher Nolan. I guess he's a, a little bit of a film buff. Loves Nolan. Brown, well, that's my <laughs> By the way, Zeus has a, a big, a famous sibling. Who? Poseidon. Yeah, that's true. I'll zoom in. Yeah. I can't believe she throws up on Jeff Bridges' PP. She also, I wrote another quote from her right above that one that I read you. Where she says, um, oh man, I can't. Africa is also about her. <laughs> she says, um, uh, she thinks she slept, like I said, she thinks that he took advantage of her the night before. And he said, she said, you're just an opportunistic prick who'd fuck mud if it would move a little <laughs> and not argue too much. Holy shit. They really tag on, like, they really don't know when to end their lines. Exactly. I think you could say... Cotton candy the glow. You're just an opportunistic prick who'd fuck mud, I think is pretty good. Yeah. If it, it would move a little, okay, Patricia, or Rosanna, that's fine, and not argue too much. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, think about what they cut out. Mm-hmm. And then go four-wheeling in a Jeep... <laughs> And holy t- Toledo, <laughs> but um, he he says he's not. He wasn't. He did not take advantage. Do you believe him? Absolutely. I, Matt yeah. Scudder would never pen. He'd never pen. It's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh that's his Bridges main <laughs> argument on set with Ashby. No, I don't think I don't think Matt Scudder would pen. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Man, that was funny because that was a period where they didn't know what to do with that actor, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he was he had a few like role like Last Picture Show and like Cutter's Way. He'd had some good performances and shit, but. When do they when do they find his like niche? Bridges? Cuz even Tron was a failure. Yeah. Um I think he was always he was like a kid actor, right? I mean, he, at least he was well, young. He was, yeah, yeah. he's Hollywood royalty, but I, I but he was also a leading man early on like. I mean, he started to get I remember people started to pay attention to him. Like he always was like kind of poised to be like a he was always like movie the, star. But like he was hunt. the yeah, he was the pretty boy. But he was he got a lot of notices for Fisher King when that came out. Remember? Well he's amazing. But Baker Boys was before that, I mm-hmm. think. I think Baker Boys mm-hmm. was sort of his oh, this guy can actually act. Yeah. Fisher King's he's the best thing about that movie. Yeah. And and Williams get got all the accolades. And Amanda Plummer's really good. But but and I so think is Brit- uh, Mercedes Rule. She got an Academy Award. By the movie. way. Yeah. She's in Hustlers. Who? Mercedes Rule? Holy shit. I know why she has been on screen. Why she is awful older? plastic surgery. Uh-huh. She is a whew, holy Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you liked Hustlers? It was good. It was I good. Need another one I need to go see. You don't need to go see it. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. It's out of theaters, I'm sure. It's not. It's huge. It's oh. making tons of money. It's over 100, I think. Yeah, it's getting there at least. 
I could not when I was watching I was like please don't beat Mercedes rule and then I watched the credits and I was like Jesus Christ I mean she doesn't look bad in these pictures I guess it's hard to get old well but yeah I, I like when people age normally I mean it's hard to get old and then if you're if you're um you gotta have some sympathy if you're on camera a lot and there's pressure to to, to stay young there's pressure to stay I mean, she young she looks fine she got older. She looks like Paul Stanley fucked Alice Cooper. <laughs> In the butt. Um, I this is uh, it's not an awful <laughs> it's not an awful movie. It's very um, <clears throat> aimless. It feels like an aimless film. It yeah. feels. It feels Make like, up your mind, Apatow or aimless. You can't have both. Um, but it's. I mean, it was definitely interesting to watch. It's something I had never seen um, before. So um, that period is so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've certainly made it seem like that. No, I mean, it's we've we've. There's a lot of movies that are uh, in our memories way better than they were mm-hmm. are in reality. And and it, it, you see people trying to. I mean, think about this: the '70s were so strong and so uh, there was so much iconic they work. Had being one done. good film from the '70s. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. There wasn't any. But it was such a, a filmmaker-driven period. And then the 80s had this awful co- collision of really bad <clears throat> culture and people trying to make real movies in that. Right. It's, and then, of course, it found its way in the middle. But those, that first half decade was just tough. Yeah, yeah. You're, 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 no, I'm, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, this is just... It's like listening to Quentin Tarantino Jr. <laughs> Coming soon to the Turbo Graphics. <laughs> oh, Jaws was good. <laughs> Damn. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> Coal miner's daughter, dog. That was the 80s. Um you already played yourself. You already tripped yourself up. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that was made in that whole decade. Um, so I think I think folks should seek this out. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Eight Million Ways a Day. There was a movie that I thought this was when you mentioned it, uh, featuring the guy from Roy Scheider from Jaws. Fifty Two Pickup. Yeah, that's oh, that's really what, Elmer that's, Leonard book. That's what it reminded. Like whenever you said that, I was like, oh, I, I've seen that before. That's what I thought this was, but it, no. Fifty Two Pickup, I love. And that's um, also what's her face. That's the lead actress. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, blonde, stoic face. No, Elvis's lady. Uh, and Margaret, she's in that. Yeah. And the villain is might be Sam Wanamaker, actually. Really. It's a kind of a mean movie, 52 Pickup, right? I remember it kind of being a tough one. Sort of. I mean, I think it's edgier. I think I think it's edgier in your imagination than in reality. Um, I think it was also. It's probably going to be pseudo tough at this because that my movie in the 80s that I thought was the baddest ass movie of all time was Bestseller. It's not. It's not. It hasn't aged well. Jimmy Woods. Jimmy and, Woods and uh, Brian, Brian Dennehy. Dennehy. I love Brian Dennehy so much. Me too. I, I can't believe he's still alive. He's still acting. John Glover. He's the bad guy. He's one of them. And the Mouth of Madness, John Glover. Yeah. 
Clarence Williams the third. Robert Trabor. Vanity in that. Oh. Hey, you're right, Anne Margaret. I hate Anne Margaret. There's no reason. Why do you hate her? Um because she's great. I don't like I don't like her. Okay. Is her is her last name Margaret? <laughs> or is that is she like fucking trying to you know eponym There's or, or is her whole name Anne Margaret no like, that's just her first name fucking how fucking egocentric of her what do you mean her real name is Anne Margaret Olson really fucking change her name's fucking bullshit oh she got a hyphen in there like, Anne Dash Margaret yeah that's a unique no I remember she was a big deal it's a few red generations hat. before, people were all over her. Yeah, well, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? What movie? Is she it? Also, Full Metal Jacket or Platoon? I think it's Full Metal Jacket where he makes a joke about her. She fell off a stage you know, onto her face that she had acquired plastic surgery, I believe. And then, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do pick up. Ray Schreider. Ray yeah. Schreider got in a fight. I read an article where recently he didn't want to do Jaws two, and they kind of made him do it. And then yeah. he got in a fight with one of the one of the directors. On I love it. Roy Schreider. He got in a fist fight with a director. Was this last movie Naked Lunch? The director's like, "You're supposed to be fighting the fucking shark." <laughs> Was his last movie Naked Lunch? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe that would be a good last one to end on. Yeah. Actually, Naked Dinner would have been more. Yeah, the sequel. Um. Marath- that guy had a couple of great ones. Marathon Man. Jeez. Speaking of a couple of great ones in this during the show, Brown Wall. No, nope. he did a bunch of dog shits after that. Oh my cock. Oh shit. Oh, he took walking shits all over himself. <laughs> What's his last film? I'm. Just, I am trying to find. Was he in Naked Lunch? I thought he was. Was he? Hmm. He was like a trans, like transgender or something in it. I don't know, maybe. I I literally I've never heard of half these movies. He I forgot he played Frank Castle's dad and It's been a while. I read his I I actually read his autobiography. What's it called? Shider in the House. <laughs> <laughs> Forward by Gary Busey. Yeah, he was in Naked Lunch. <laughs> he was in Naked Lunch. A decade and a half before he died. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, he was stretching it out throughout. That guy's face was something else, man. It was like a, a plastic, beautiful thing. Shider in the house. He, uh, yeah, he's a, it's like a face just the camera consumed. <laughs> and shit out. Yeah. Made Jaw smile. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. He, um, did he do a lot of shark work? In yeah. his career? Yeah. He did, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. One of the premier shark uh, shark actors out there, Roy Scheider. I mean, there's a few. Burt Reynolds. Ray Sharkey. <laughs> Bruce Malmuth. Yeah, think of the great shark actors of our time. Ian Ziering. Yeah. He's in all those Sharknado movies. Yep. And, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, James Woods. James Woods was in a shark movie? He's in a TV show called Shark. Jesus Christ. James Woods, what a dick. (laughs) Hung jury? He sucks. Oh. Um, Yeah, that's right. 
he's one of those guys that uh, he he was rampaging on Twitter, and I think he got kicked off Twitter eventually. Finally, Jesus, Nick, what's going on with Brownwall today? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Madcap. Um, Darren Aronofsky, if you condense shit, arc. <laughs> Where is Aronofsky? I miss him. Oh, he's doing uh, Hallmark movies now. <laughs> well, that would be funny. I'm if sure, he was... if he was doing them, I'm sure they're not worth watching. Jesus Christ! Still hating on the man. His most recent work as a director uh, was Mother. Yeah, I, I know. And he has an un, 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 uh, untitled artificial intelligence courtroom project. Oh, I'm sure it's great. Uh, Sounds fantastic. When you click onto it, it says plot under wraps. Oh, of course. I just always think back to when he was the next big thing. Talking about the fountain, and he was talking to, uh, to the audience about how they filmed over a period of months. They filmed like uh, bacteria growing mm-hmm. for the space scenes, and I just remember thinking, "Check, please." <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, fucking dumb. IMDb trivia: Instead of using CGI, Darren Aronofsky chose to do the visual effects for the film by using microphotography of chemical reactions on tiny petri dishes. <sighs> He had said that CGI would take away from the timelessness of the film and that he wants it to stand the test of time. Check, please. <laughs> IMDb Trivia agrees with you. Can you imagine like... Uh, so, it doesn't say this, but that's how he sends dick pics like, too. <laughs> Can you imagine on the set of the fountain... Setting up the camera on a Speaking pizza. of the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> setting up the camera to shoot the Petri dishes and pacing back and forth. Screaming at the bacteria. <laughs> Not enough! And, and he, had a, he, he fired his first director of photography. Because mm-hmm. he comes back and it's like a... It's like a bunch of unfinished bangers and mash. He's like... I, said, I got you all the pictures of Busey's dishes. <laughs> no, you fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent a picture of Paul Rubin's bank statements. <laughs> Not Pee Wee's riches. <laughs> Man, it's like uh, I, you know, I wanted to do something that was just so way, such like way more pretentious than anybody else that made a movie in, about space. Yeah. Um. That movie is, is 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 uh, is not great. Brad Pitt won a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for saying no. <laughs> Remember that they 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 made a comic out of it or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't hate that movie. I know you don't, but I do. <laughs> mm. Um, was that pre-scarfed Aronofsky? He's always scarfed. I don't know if he was scarfing back then. Always scarfed. Yeah. I think it goes part and parcel with growing up in, like, you know, Brooklyn or whatever, too, though. Yeah. But scarving it out. Dracula's like, uh, yeah, fucking don't worry. Who? Dracula. Okay. Yeah. Oh, neck bite. (laughs) Yeah, fucking vein much? Think I'm going to bite that shit? Yeah. 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 Anyway. So if you were uh, in, interposed into the world of eight million ways to die, Oof, yeah, where would you be located? 
Well, you know where I'd be. Tell me. I'd be stowing away in that trunk. I would have been like sneaking away in the snow cone trunk. I'd be hiding uh, in there eating snow cones on the way there and back from the, uh, the from the meat. You know, I or I or I'd be running up real quick whenever I had their backs turned and just grabbing a snow cone real yeah. quick and then shot to death. <laughs> you think they ever shot anybody for stealing snow cones from them? No, 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 they did. So I would like that. I would do that. That would be that. I would. I would definitely be at least in the gang getting excited that that it was getting close to a, a meet yeah because the they'd be handing out those those icy treats yeah you know jj J. Abrams was a huge fan of phantasm he did that remaster yeah yeah he was a huge fan of this movie too yeah do you see that graffiti on star killer base snow cones <laughs> i didn't see that oh no. yeah but uh i'm just saying that I, maybe i'd yeah i'd be that henchman that would that would be like yeah you know trying to pretend i wasn't excited yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm a little nervous about the meat today i don't know what's going to go down there snow cones happen but it doesn't really matter if it does or not you know i don't really care i don't yeah but maybe which car's going yeah it's the one with the um the trunk that's padded with <laughs> thermal blankets i don't yeah. know how they. i'm the worst i'm the worst guy yeah in that world yeah i'm like the you know like let's say you're the white spy i'm the black spy and spy versus spy okay so I'm on a building perched there with a magnifying glass and the sun aimed at that trunk. Get the... F- I see that car pull in? I'm in melt mode. <laughs> well, it is summer. Yeah. That's going to be some sticky trunk when I'm through. Why are you going to do that? Because I like to watch the world burn. One snow cone at a time. Yeah. So I'd be holding it and then you would you be aiming it at my snow cone? I'd be trying to eat it real quick. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, what's that fucking? And then I'm also that's that's just, that's the that's the end game. That'd be a hilarious way for a gunfight to break out. That you're trying to melt the snow cones and then they start shooting at the rooftops. Yeah, but what you don't realize is I've created micro perforations in the in the in the little snow cone holder. Well, now you sound like Aronofsky. So, so you got little drips coming through into your fingertips. So you're sticky gun trigger finger. <laughs> you're losing you're losing liquid at a rapid rate. I poked holes in your in your little cone, and yeah. I'm I'm melting the top. God, you suck. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. But fair enough. Yeah. All's fair, right? Yeah. Okay. I've also put poison in the in the in the syrup. <laughs> the worst guy. Um. All right. So you're building an eight million ways to die side mm-hmm. attraction. Right. Yeah. so many options I know well I I did like that scene when Bridges was hugging the boots and crying over them Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to think of how you can incorporate that into a ride (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can see that it's hard another the the scene reminded me of the in No Country for Old Men when I think it might have been attributed in that movie where um, uh, you know What's his face? Josh Brolin. Brolin was taking his boots off and aiming his gun, using it as like a gun perch. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a tribute to this movie. Okay. <sighs> I, you know, I, I, you know, we talked too much about snow cones. I can't make a snow cone place now. You know. Um. So I guess I'd make another restaurant. Um. I guess it would have to be then featured, have to be centered around. 
pubes somehow. <laughs> just pictures of... <laughs> There's a hair in every food? Yeah, but not even. Just like frame pictures from, you know... Of pubes? Yeah. <laughs> of Paul's pubes. Maybe that's what we could call it. <laughs> Paul's pubes. And then that line's on a loop. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. you could repurpose it for the Need for Speed junket, and you have like uh, <laughs> uh, you know, kids' birthday parties could come. <laughs> you know, the decoration is a little questionable, but the food's good. Yeah, you know, and it would be like maybe, and then it would be a pasta place, but we would serve like the curly fries, the black linguine. Nice, or, you know what I'm like saying? Squid or something. Ink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Squid ink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. And a plate of that or something like that. Yeah, I think that would be yeah. good. And uh, dessert, cotton candy. Yeah. And then, like, kids can leave with, like, a totem, like a little hat. Says, mm-hmm. I, I ate a pube at Paul's Pubes. Yeah, but why just the kids? <laughs> Anybody could leave with that. Yeah. I guess that would be mine. Okay. Uh, well, that was what I was going to do. Um, it's worth listening. <laughs> worth listening to our show. So I'm going to um, have a non-alcoholic bar. Okay. So it's a it's a bar that serves designer non-alcoholic drinks. Right. It's the worst place ever. <laughs> it's so boring. Right. It's a bunch of people not getting drunk, not having a good time. And uh every once in a while the bartender will miff a coke. He'll miff a coke near you. Miff? <laughs> Still spill some. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to pick the kids' pube restaurant. <laughs> well, it's not just for kids, but they just have this kind of birthday parties. Yeah. Just saying, not that anybody ever goes. Yeah. You know, they have, they wish, you know, the owner. Um, Oof. And so then, uh, what about the island? What would you take from this? Now, that's that's actually a legit question. Mm-hmm. What, what, what totem, what would you keep from the movie and then move over to your your island there's no heads no there aren't there aren't there isn't ooh man I know I'm taking what are you taking so Andy Garcia gets shot in the head right <laughs> okay and everybody leaves cops come I'm like, oh, let me check, guys. I'm good. Let me check out, see what's going on here, and get my scissors out. Oh, snip <laughs> that rat tail off, right? That's the name of your island, isn't it? Rat tail island. Yeah, so I'm taking that. It's not a bad. It's something else, actually. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a rabbit's foot. It's, yeah. Shit, that's a, that's solid. Um, if you go to a, if you go to the southeastern easternmost part of my island, mm-hmm. there's an a cairn of rocks, a cairn of blood-stained rocks. Nobody knows. Pet cemetery. Nobody knows where they came from. Okay, but it's where Paul met her last moments. Oh, it's the rocks where she was scattered on. Okay, so I've got those at my my island little cairn. Why you have it there? To commemorate her falling. Do you like that she died? Or no, but I'm saying that's a, that's a, that's a moment from the film that's that etched itself deep into my psyche. Yeah. They took her away. She's an actress. She wasn't really dead. Uh, but the r- bloodstained rocks were real. Zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were... <laughs> they got, they put real blood on those rocks? No, they were... Ashby's re- a fucking freak. Yeah. She improv that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she cut her forehead like a wrestler. Darren Aronofsky. 
Really? 